0: Welcome to the Your Money Personal Finance Podcast. I'm David Pratt along with Peter Krzyzewski, the president of Everything Financial Group. On episode five, Peter, as we work our way through the Omni formula, this is about portfolio managers. So why should you use a portfolio manager?
1: Good afternoon, Dave. I'm gonna take you back in time a little bit, a little journey back about portfolio managers. Back in the old days, uh, I was using mutual funds like a lot of other people. Doing financial plans as well. We had our Omni formula back then, but this is now going back almost 13 years old, 13 years ago, I saw the light Uh, and realized why you should use a portfolio manager. Biggest thing. They're active managers. Unlike someone thinking they know this and they're all smart and they can pick mutual funds. You can't pick mutual funds. You're, you're picking on a past history. If you want to do what's in the best interest for your clients, go to a portfolio manager because they're a fiduciary. And when I found out they're a fiduciary, yep. fees are fully disclosed. Fees are way lower than that of mutual funds and fees on non-registered investments. So not your TFSAs, not your um, RSPs, etc., things like that, but just non-registered investments. They're fully tax deductible. Why wouldn't you use a portfolio manager? Yeah, yeah. It's, And that's what I went to. That's why I decided years ago to go down that road, and I literally had to stop all the business and everything financial, and transfer our entire client base, our entire platform over to portfolio managers for mutual funds, but guess what? The reason I went, we bring in the experts to run the investments. We do what we're good at. We do the financial plans that let them run the
0: investments. Well, now that we've seen the light here, okay, let's get into this. What came first, the plan or the investments?
1: Well, if you ask me, it's like <laughs> the chicken and the egg, right? <laughs> the plan should come first. Then what we do yeah. with the OmniFormula, we build a plan. We, we take the whole outline of that plan and provide that to the portfolio manager. And then the portfolio manager builds an investment portfolio that fits The client's plan in the mutual fund world, they call a mutual fund. I see this all the time, Dave. Sure. People come in with a bunch of mutual funds. It's not a plan. They say, I have mutual funds. I have a financial plan. Uh, No, you have a bunch of projections. I literally just saw this last week with someone They go, oh yeah, we did get a financial plan. It's really good. Blah, blah, blah. And they, they showed me what they had. If they had three different columns, you have this much in investments. And if you earn X, you'll have this much later on. And if then you earn this rate, you'll have this much later on. Okay, I, or this rate. And then the rates were ridiculous. They were right. quoting ridiculous rates. Because what they do, they look at history. Yeah. And, and then they say, buy this one. Buy this mutual one. People, buy, I've said this for how long now? So I'm blue in the face. Buying a, finan- buying a mutual fund is not a financial plan. Getting a projection is not a financial plan. So you need to build a full, comprehensive financial plan. Find yourself a registered financial plan registered financial planner, RFP. They're acting as a fiduciary. They're doing what's in your best interest. And then you really do get the the big fiduciary in the big picture. Sure. The portfolio manager to build the portfolio for your best interest, not their best interest, and not my best interest. They don't answer to me. They answer to you. All they look to us for is the outline and the guidance of the plan to then build a portfolio to match the plan. And guess what? If the plan changes, uh-huh. the portfolio can change. It's that easy.
0: Well, it seems a little complicated to me, okay? But that's, that's not the first time because we're talking mutual funds and that for a lot of people is their plan. So how do you explain to them what you've just gone through so that it makes sense?
1: Well, that's the great thing about the Omni formula, Dave, because we what we do when we gather all the initial yep. information and we, and we talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts, but this is how it kind of all comes into play. We show them what their current financial situation is with mutual funds. And then we take that initial plan and we advance it, if you will, to the next level and say, what would this same plan be with? portfolio management okay. instead of mutual funds. So we, we get the portfolio managers to, to, to build the portfolio that fits and then you see the before and after, and then you truly realize how um, mutual funds are not a plan. But here's the other thing we do sometimes to people, if, if we haven't even got that far yet, we can say to people, okay, you have all these mutual funds. So how much are you going to have to spend at retirement? When are you Uh going to be able to retire? Are these mutual funds going to be able to pay you the income (laughs) you desire? Oh, and wait a minute, how much tax are you going to pay? And then all of a sudden, when people can't answer those questions, they realize they don't have a plan. So we're not trying to throw it in someone's face. We're trying to educate them, as I always say, and what did I say? I think it was in episode one this year. Teach people to ask the questions they didn't even know they're supposed to ask. And that's one of them. What are these mutual funds going to do for me later? Uh, What do I need? What am I going to get?
0: Well, here is the big question. And I'm glad you brought this up because what is the the, the tax difference and and how can this help your plan? Well, that's
1: huge, Dave, because RSPs, you pay tax on those as you spend them because they're a tax deferral. They're not a, you deduct tax, but you defer it till later. So the idea is, we talked about buy RSPs and if you're in a 40, 50% tax bracket cashman on 20 But here's the the thing that people don't realize. And so you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. With portfolio managers on all your non-registered investments, and that could be significant in a lot of people's portfolios, you can write off those fees. So not only are you yeah. paying a fee that's fully disclosed, fully transparent, but significantly less than most mutual funds, at least it's disclosed too, so you can figure it out, but you tax deduct them. So what if you're all in fee with a portfolio manager is 2% and you're in a 40% tax bracket? Well, that net fee is just over one, but what you can do is take those management fees and deduct them against income. So you know how you deduct an RSP against your income? a management fee is treated the exact same way. That tax advantage alone on non-registered investments is huge. So the more money you have in non-registered investments, the less tax you're gonna pay on your registered investments if you use a portfolio yeah, sure. manager because you're not gonna pay tax on yeah. a lot of stuff. And that, that I've, I've done cases. I know of a specific case I've just did recently. $90,000 a year income in retirement. Okay. 30 something, 32 roughly thousand dollars of that a year coming from RSP. So the client's taking a riff. Sure. Guess how much tax they pay on that 32,000?
0: I would think none. Yeah. Yeah.
1: None. You're right. You listen. So you've learned See? over these years. See, <laughs> because all the other money, there is so much they have in non-registered sure. investments. All those tax, all those tax savings negate the fees on the RSP. So, Imagine this, about using a portfolio manager. Think about it. You wrote off your RSPs at 35, 40, 42, whatever the percentage is. Okay, Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you're paying zero when you take it out, you win,
0: CRA loses every time. Well, we we're talking about fee differences here and how they help your plan and everything. Let's get into this. How big of a deal is this?
1: Well, I'll give you a real, a big difference, how um, a fee difference can help a plan. So we said about us doing the initial plan. Yeah. And a lot of times when we do the initial plan, so what your situation is right now with mutual funds. Yeah. And then we take and modify the plan to give you uh, a picture of what it's going to look like. Sometimes we haven't got to the stage of doing the design from the portfolio manager yet. So all we'll do is take the before with the mutual funds, take the after, leave the mutual funds there for now with the same rate of return. So we're not doing anything funny with rate of return to blow smoke up someone's woo-woo, you know? (laughs) We just want to show them simple apples to apples except one thing. We take the mutual fund fee— we reduce it to the portfolio management fee like they have a portfolio manager, and we add in a little box on our Omni formula for the non-registered investments that says fee is tax deductible. I've seen plans that'll go from you've achieved 75 or 80% of your retirement goal, all of a sudden go to 100%. And 100% means you're only touching the interest. Just like that, I just did one yesterday. The client was at 85%. So, they're well on their way to retirement when they came in the door and they're they're not in bad shape. Okay. But that one change, that one little minor change, no extra rate of return or anything, that one thing put them from 85 to 100 and they went, sign me up. Wow. Like, if, if that's all I can do just to save fees, because again, it's funny, we talk about, look at the logo, your money, yeah. but I, you know, I believe that I live that. That's my passion. It's your money. So, if you put more of it in your pocket, you win. And that's the difference right there that you can see in a plan.
0: So let me put it to you this way. When we're talking about a, a portfolio manager, is this somebody who's only for the, for the wealthy? Well,
1: there was a time. Yes. Remember I talked about a long time ago yes. in a land far, far away, you know, <laughs> when I started this thing? Yeah. And, and one of the reasons I wasn't using portfolio managers way back when, um, they, you had to have $5 million. I mean, it was wow. the wealthy. Wow. Then it went down to a million dollars. And then, and then I got my eyes opened, and a few of them approached me because everything financial, fortunately, way back then, was really growing at a, at a, a really good pace, which is, is good, thanks to our clients. And then all of a sudden, portfolio management companies came out. With, more and more of them came out. And all of a sudden now, they're not for the wealthy. Portfolio management people is for everybody. Okay. We can do portfolio management plans, and use a portfolio manager from dollar one. So 25 bucks. (laughs) You have 25 to 50 bucks to start up. Your child wants to start saving in a TFSA. They don't have to go to the bank. They don't have to go use mutual funds. We have a portfolio manager for them. The fees are disclosed. The fees are low. Why go down that road of mutual funds, the lack of service and just being a number. You can go to portfolio manager right away. We... Turn away nobody. We will meet and consult with every client, everybody, and and call that my life's mission. Whatever you want to call it, I don't care. Everyone deserves a financial plan, no matter how little you think you have. It's never too little
0: to start. Which really gets us to the big, big question here. How do you choose a portfolio manager for your plan? Well... That's what you come see me for. Okay. Um, really. That's the first step. But you <laughs> yeah, know what You I mean. come see me. But but really, there's a
1: there's there's a few, there's a lot of good ones out there. Okay. I'm not gonna use all of them. I mean, that makes no sense. So I have vetted different portfolio managers. The best part is, and this is fully disclosed, and we talked about paperwork earlier in early episode two. I think it was our letter of engagement. Yeah, we disclose what we get paid. We have to. As a registered yeah. financial planner, nothing can be hidden. So they all pay us the same. So we're not choosing a portfolio manager because one pays us better like mutual funds where they might get a better commission from one over the other, like their in-house mutual funds versus the third party ones. So what we do is we have a mutual, uh, uh, sorry, a portfolio manager Uh whose specialty is under 50,000. We have a portfolio manager who we feel they best serve our clients between 50,000 and a million. And they just don't have the, the smaller portfolios anyways. Uh, then and then we have uh, two different portfolio managers we use for clients over a million dollars. One of them um, is is very unique in the services they provide. It's let's say more complicated in a sense that not complicated in how they explain or how they go through things and I don't mean that form of complication it's they're more technical maybe that's the word they have a lot of different levels in what they can do. So when I see clients who need, much more advanced tax planning just because of their situation. I'll go to that portfolio manager when I see something that's um, a little simpler. Need for the client, a little more basic. I'll go to the other portfolio manager. They all pass the same, and the the beautiful part is, in one of our upcoming episodes, I've managed to. Big Borel, twist arms. <laughs> and I've got three yeah. of our main portfolio managers are going to be coming in, doing segments and, and talking about their companies and what they do. So we help choose based on what we feel is best for you. Because as a fiduciary, I'm supposed to be doing what's best for you, but we definitely let people know the difference they can read up on them. And then we do have a fifth portfolio manager for our US clients. So okay. we have one who's who can do... My actual American clients who are in the U.S. with their 401Ks, their IRAs, their sit, all these other plans they have, or they also help our clients who are cross-border. So we have a lot of okay. clients who might be Americans working in Canada. So they're getting RSPs and pensions, but from their time with their company in the States, they have 401Ks. So this company can manage both for them. Yeah. So we try and make sure... We don't have to turn anybody away, and we have a manager that fits everybody's
0: needs. Well, the message I'm getting here is that a, a portfolio manager should be a part of every financial plan?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. There's no reason not to. As I said this before in episodes to people, if the person you're seeing is not using a portfolio manager, ask them why. Okay. In this day and age, and my opinion, but— Okay. <laughs> I, I live this, I breathe this, yeah. I believe this. In this day and age, there is no excuse for the person designing you a financial plan not to use a portfolio manager. So you know what it really comes down to? They're not really designing you a financial plan. Ah, okay. They're just selling you a product. Okay. And guess what? They want the upfront commissions. They want that. And and a lot of times, Dave, it's, to. to I can't believe I'm going to say this, cut them a bit of slack it's not like me. I know. You know me. It's not like me. A little bit. But it's also, it's also laziness. Okay. They just don't want to bother to transition their business over to portfolio management. It's laziness, and it's the other big thing we see. What does it say in a lot of dressing rooms in, in hockey, which you and I have been in a lot of them in the past? Yeah. Leave your ego at the door. Check your <laughs> ego at the door. A lot of these salespeople have the ego that only they can pick the right investments. They're not picking any investments. They're choosing a mutual <laughs> fund on a list. They have no control over the underlying stocks being bought in that mutual yeah. fund. That's the person who designs the mutual fund, the management company. So they're acting like they're picking you some magic thing. Yeah, They're not they're picking whatever the wholesaler told them was the flavor of the month. (laughs) That's not a financial plan. Like people get it through your head. It's okay to not go with the first person you meet, go do your research. There is literally no excuse on not having a portfolio manager. Your money is still safe. Your money's still guarded. It's treated the same, except guess what? They're fiduciary and you get full disclosure in this day and age. How could you not want full disclosure? Yeah and a full quote over what your fees are. Like, you're not going to go get your car fixed without knowing the cost. You're not going to go to the dentist for a root canal. Uh, never had one, but <laughs> apparently they're not good and they're expensive. <laughs> but you're not going to do that without getting a quote. Yeah. So the, what's the most important asset you have? Your money. Yeah. Why would you, you, know, you don't go buy a house without knowing the price. Yeah. You, your realtor discloses fees. I don't get it in this day and age. Why? You don't have to have fees disclosed on funds. So go, guess what? Go to a portfolio manager. Heck, if you don't even want to come get a financial plan, do yourself a favor. Source out a portfolio manager. Get your fees yeah. disclosed and start
0: saving money for yourself. Well, there's a lot of salespeople out there, as you know, okay, that are selling a lot of things. And I got, I want to make sure we're clear on this, okay? What is the one? Because I'm never clear. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want real clarity on this one thing here. What is the one major difference between a portfolio manager and you know mutual fund salespeople or or God, forgive me for saying this word, but here it comes, banks. Well, I just throw it up in my mouth. Ugh,
1: banks. Full disclosure: portfolio managers are a fiduciary. Yeah. One of them is going to come in in one of our upcoming episodes and just harp on the word fiduciary and go over it in detail. That's it. Full disclosure, fiduciary, by definition, fiduciary, your best interest first, not uh, a shareholder's best interest, period. That's well, the biggest difference.
0: Well, if using a fiduciary is so important, then why don't other planners or advisors use portfolio managers?
1: As I said, ego, Dave. I think it all comes down to ego. Really? Yeah. It all comes down to ego and not wanting to give up control of those investments. They are afraid mm-hmm. if they give someone, a, well, here I actually, here's what it is. Okay, I bet you any money, this is it. Because with the ego in mind, they don't want you to see what they don't do for you. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, they're not providing you a plan. They're not providing you guidance. They're not providing an estate plan. They're not providing tax efficiency. They're going to realize you don't need them if they go to a portfolio manager. Okay. They're going to real. You're going to. They know that you're going to realize what they're getting paid. They're doing nothing for it except. Checking off a certain mutual fund on a
0: box—that's,
1: uh, I think, really what it is. You know what you say all the time in all those sports years? Yeah. Fear. Yes. They're afraid you're going to leave, so the fear is you can't go anywhere else because only these people are going to look after you, which <laughs> is a lot of crap. But <laughs> I'm allowed to say crap, aren't I? Sure, you so, are. Oh yeah, it's a lot of shit. Sorry. <laughs> My podcast, say what I want. Damn right. That's as rude as I'll get. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, to continue this just one step further here, um, and you've heard this, okay? People out there saying that your money's not as safe. There's the word safe oh, I know with a portfolio manager. Is that true?
1: No. I mean, that's that's what I'm, I'm, I'm alluding to when I talk about fear, but I'll give you a, a little hint that the portfolio managers are going to go into this in more detail. There's a thing out there called a custodian. Okay. We all have to use them, not we, but the portfolio managers, the mutual funds, the banks, they use a custodian. In layman's terms, the custodian is the vault. That's where your money is held for safety. The vault is a registered bank in Canada. There's lots of them. There's different ones. Different companies have associations with different vaults or custodians. Um, And so that's where your money is actually held. So when a portfolio manager trades your account or does some trades in your account, as you like to use to say, stir the pot. But yes. in this case, it's a good thing, Dave. Yep. They're stirring the pot inside the vault. So they're, they're making the trades, the sales, the, the adjustments on the portfolio, but the money doesn't come out of the pot. They can't uh, touch it. Okay. We can't touch it. So when you want money, they have to have a direct pipeline from the vault, the custodian. Yep. The custodian will have a, a void check for your bank account. So when you request money, it can only go from the vault... To your bank account, no one else touches it. But here's the beauty of it. When you invest your money, what we encourage, and I know all the portfolio managers nowadays encourage this, the money goes from your bank account to the vault or the custodian. So one of our portfolio managers that's going to talk is Provisus Wealth Management. Let's just use them as an example right now. And their vault, if you will, Laurentian Bank Securities, the custodian. So when you want to deposit money to your account, so say you're doing a monthly RSP deposit or something like yeah. that, you're not going and putting a payment to Provisus Wealth Management. You're doing a bill pay right out of your account to Laurentian Bank Securities. So you're not putting money into your account unless you give the okay uh, to put money into yeah. your account. Your money, people. So that's um, you know the one way to make sure it's safe, but. If you're getting misinformation out there, people, because you go into the bank and they will go, why would you want to go with an independent company, blah, 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 your money's not safe, and all this fear factoring that goes on, it's crap. They're just fear. As soon as you hear that misinformation, leave right away because you know someone's not giving you the straight goods. So money is just as safe. And as I said, we're going to go into a whole long segment with different portfolio managers really expanding on this uh, with their expertise.
0: That's it for episode five. Now, Peter, if folks like what they've heard here and want more information on what you do or how this Omni formula works. What should they do?
1: Uh, Go to everythingfinancial.com. Book an appointment, book a consultation. We'll come in and no obligation, no expectations. I believe in, in giving this information out and we'll provide an introduction to really the bread and butter and the, 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 the whole thing on what the Omni formula is. And, and more importantly, seeing if we're a right fit for you. Um, I'm not, I'm not that naive that I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Dave. My personality is not right for everybody. <laughs> I, I'm, I may come on a little strong as my late mother used to say, she said, Peter, You have no tact. Thanks, mom. I always thought that was a compliment. (laughs) Um, But I don't have a filter. I tell it the way it is. But if you like, seriously, if you like the straight goods, you don't want someone to sugarcoat and tell you the sun is always shining and the rainbows are always full and there's butterflies and unicorns. You know what? I'm going to tell it to you. And so will our whole team tell it to you the way it is. So, best way or send us an email, go on to the website. Find us. It's easy to find, and, and we will make time to help you out. And again, and then you're going to be the one to decide, not us. There's no follow-up pressure. Just come see us at everythingfinancial.com.
0: Peter, great stuff as always. We'll be back soon with episode six. In the meantime, if you have a question for Peter or a topic from the financial world that you'd like us to cover on, uh, hey, just email us uh, at yourmoney at everythingfinancial.com. Good stuff, Peter. Adios, buddy. Thanks, Dave.